0: Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life, complete with financial freedom, laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Crystal Richardson with Soaring with Eagles. We are so excited to have you on our show today and uh, or to be on the show today. And we're excited to have Napoleon Hill with us. He is here in the studio. Say hi to everyone. Hello, everyone. And so we're going to be talking about uh, his life, his legacy, and specifically think and grow rich on today. So without further ado, let's unveil the person behind the mask here on Facebook Live. And who do we have?
2: <laughs> hey, Crystal. My name is Isaac, and uh, I'm excited to be here today to talk about Napoleon Hill.
1: We're really excited to have you here. So uh, one of the things that that we're going to talk about, like I said, is the the life of Napoleon Hill and all of the different things that he's done. He's written numerous books. He has uh, numerous influence, uh, enormous influence on millions and millions of people everywhere you go in any conference or in, even in any business, uh, just general people that you talk to on the street, most of, most people have heard of him. And so if you have not heard of him, then you've heard of him today and you need to go and seek out specifically Think and Grow Rich is what we're going to be discussing today. And there's a number of other works that he's had over his life. Now, he was born in 1883 and he passed away in 1970, but during that time, there were a number of things that he did all about talking about the mindset. And so we're going to be talking about the mindset today. And um, Isaac here is a guru (laughs) related to Think and Grow Rich. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. And honestly, I consider Think and Grow Rich a book that saved my life.
1: Right, right. And you, along with a number of other people, because like I said, this book has really transformed a lot of people. So let's go ahead and jump in. So Isaac, or excuse me, Napoleon, uh, (laughs) could you uh, just, I want you to just at first just Maybe just give a little outline about the book, just very short. And then I want to just jump into some of the characters. Is that okay?
2: Sure, absolutely. So I can just tell you a little bit how I started reading the book was I had left my corporate job. I had found I had severe sleep apnea. I was waking up over 40 times an hour. It was a very challenging time in my life. I was very depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't have the willpower to to change anything. And then I picked up this book. I had started reading in college. I started rereading it. And... Everything just changed. The biggest thing that Napoleon Hill starts teaching about is that you can actually use your mind to create your physical reality. And that our minds are the most powerful tool we have, and most people have access to their minds. So most people think they have to have intelligence or wealth to move forward in life, and Napoleon Hill, his main concept is no. You just need to learn how to use your mind that you already have access to. And then you will be able to access this infinite intelligence which will guide you on your pathway to wealth or happiness or love or what you desire.
1: Right, right. So we all want to achieve our goals. We all have there's certain things that we want to do in life. So no matter where we are, even on the economic level or just uh, as a person in our personal lives, there's things that that we want to get accomplished, even at our house. And so (laughs) think and grow rich. It's it's we are talking about money, but it, it's also looking at having a rich mindset. He talks a lot about various philosophies, and even one of his principles has to do with habits. And yep. so uh, let's get into the book. Like, Let's just jump right in, and let's talk about some of the characters.
2: Cool. So... Um, you know, in the beginning, Napoleon was really kind of introducing the fact that we have this concept of using our mind, and he also introduces this concept of Mm auto-suggestion, which is one of the most powerful uh, things that you can do to change habits. So this idea of auto-suggestion is if you repeat the same goal in your head over and over and over again, it will eventually move to your subconscious mind. And us human beings, we make about 80 to 90 percent of our decisions based on our subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. which is pretty insane when you think about it. And so what he does in the book is actually gives you a formula on how to start utilizing the power of Mm auto-suggestion. So an example is when I was starting out as an entrepreneur in my young 20s, I had the habit of playing video games during the day a lot. And I was actually able to use auto-suggestion to uh, be able to really changed that habit so that I wasn't playing video games. And what that really looked like is attaching an emotion to it, a goal to it, and repeating it. So, for instance, mine would have been, um, I'm so excited when I get all my work done every day before playing video games. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. every day, I just repeat that to myself for two minutes, and I was able to move past that habit, and I became way more efficient in my job. And, you know, that's really when my Mm -hmm. uh, career started jumping off as an entrepreneur.
1: Right. And so, again, these are things that we can do in business but also as parents you know we we have heard where parents tell their children that they're beautiful they're smart they're this and that and so um, on some things too even from the negative side the flip side if they tell absolutely. them that they're stupid they're fat they're this or or that that sometimes they end up believing it so you can do this for yourself from a positive perspective related to business and help transition your mind
2: absolutely and so many people have this internal voice that talks pretty negatively towards them throughout Mm -hmm. the day Mm -hmm. oh you can't do that oh that's not the best thing for you to do and uh, you know this kind of stuff and and that negative voice that's also going into your subconscious if you Mm -hmm. let that rule your mind But, but you have the option of creating that counter positive voice and really utilizing that to get into your subconscious instead
1: right okay so in the book does he use people to talk about what's going on so we're, I wanted you to talk about characters. Yeah, the characters.
2: Okay, so, you know, he talks about a lot of people. Harrison Ford is one of the people that he right. talks about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, one of the most amazing things about Harrison Ford is, again, he started off very unwealthy. He was in poverty, and he w- wouldn't have admitted it he's not the most intelligent person out there. Mm-hmm. And so what he was able to do, and this is one of the major parts in the book, is he was able to collect a good mastermind group. Right, Um, And that's the mastermind is one of the most powerful tools out there. So uh, Napoleon actually goes through the different characters that all had mastermind groups. And, um, you know, every single one, Dale Carnegie, uh, Harrison Ford, (laughs) Harrison Ford. uh, I'm blanking his name right now, but Ford uh, back in the day, you know, Mm -hmm. all of these people, they all had mastermind groups. And that allowed them to access infinite intelligence even above what they could ever access by themselves.
1: Right, right. So uh, that's that's fine because we're going to be jumping from topic to topic. So um, if we skip something or don't get to something, it's fine. So mastermind. Mastermind, mastermind, mastermind. Now, if you have not heard this word, uh, I want Isaac to explain what that is. It's very important for you to understand. And if you've watched my show uh, or listened to my show, you should have heard it because we talk about our mastermind mixers. Okay, we've had one in um, October, November. We're skipping December and we're having another one in January on January 26th. But go ahead and explain what a mastermind is.
2: Yeah. So a mastermind is really a group of people, two or more people, who are collected and moving towards the same goal together. Mm -hmm. They all are are putting in, you know, their effort, their time and their education really to accomplish a goal that they've established and created a possibility around. Um, And. This actually just happened recently my girlfriend came to me and we were working on an idea and she's like you have such good ideas how can I ever have ideas like that I just don't feel like I'm smart enough and I said to her it actually doesn't have to do with how smart you are it's about your mastermind group because if you can get into a mastermind group where you're working all towards the same goal you're going to increase everyone's intelligence in that tenfold mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know that's that's what I was trying to show her so this is a mastermind group you can accomplish everything even if you don't know or have the idea yourself Right. That mastermind group will help you unlock that.
1: Right. Right. And hello to all of those that I see on on Facebook Live. Good to have you. Um, now, there's another word that's used maybe more often is is called brainstorming. And but it's brainstorming in in a group. And it but it has a it has a purpose, just like any brainstorming does. But sometimes in business, those they try to keep to like a smaller group because. Um, Things can get out of hand, but in a mastermind, you you want to have people sharing ideas, throwing out ideas, and like you said, everyone increases their their intelligence, and then you're able to draw on everyone's energy, uh, as well as provide um, just more education on various topics that you may not have had if you're just reading through books or trying to do something by yourself.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, generally a mastermind, the best size is 6 to 10, um, because then it doesn't get too overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And then some mastermind groups will pull from larger groups, you know, that are all working on one collective. Um, But when you're working on a singular problem, usually about 6 to 10 people is a good group for a mastermind.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So I asked you to talk about characters. Did you think of any more of those names?
2: So, I mean, I know that you have um, Andrew Carnegie here. You know, he was a big reason why Napoleon Hill even, he was the reason why Napoleon Hill Mm -hmm. even wrote the book. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's so cool about Andrew Carnegie is he challenged Napoleon uh, to create this education of success. No one had really done this before. Mm -hmm. And so what Andrew did was he presented this possibility to Napoleon Hill on mm-hmm. what he could do and got him so enrolled in this possibility that Napoleon dedicated 20 years of his life to studying the most successful people out there. What's so amazing about Andrew Carnegie is he was extremely wealthy and yet he dedicated so much of his time to both educating the poor and middle class as well as giving so much away. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a huge person of, proponent of libraries because when he was a kid himself um, one of his neighbors actually had a library started lending him books and that's really what launched his education Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why Andrew Carnegie is so huge I mean we have the library system in many parts because of him right Um,
1: so um, Isaac is touching on a number of points that again if you're trying to start a business or grow a business you need to listen to uh, the message behind the message of what he's saying. So he mentioned about um, Andrew Carnegie. And so I have here in 1908, Napoleon Hill conducted an interview of Andrew Carnegie who challenged him to do research on this topic. So looking at success. And so uh, Napoleon Hill has a number of books that that he wrote. But the point I wanted to mention about what Isaac said is He did an interview of this person, and then what happened after that transformed business. It transformed his life, but it also transformed business on how we see it today. So you need to interview people. You need to talk to people. You need to have mentors. You need to have people that challenge you. If everyone in your life agrees with everything that you you say, (laughs) then um, it's probably not a situation that you want to be in because you're not growing, okay? So- that was 1908 that he did that interview. So let's look at what happened after 1908. So Napoleon Hill wrote the Laws of Success. That was in 1925. In 1937 uh, was Think and Grow Rich. 1945 The Master Keys to Riches. 1953 How to Raise Your Own Salary. 1939 how to sell your way through life. And and the list goes on and on. There's a number of books that, that he wrote. But once you get someone in your life that can inspire you, then you need to stick close to that person. And it's not necessarily just... Um, where you're you're always trying to to get from that person figure out what you can give them as well we were in a conference uh this past weekend and and some of this needs to be where you know where you're getting and giving like what can i do for you if you don't have money to give the person maybe there's something else that you can give but You do need to collect your money so that you have money to invest in yourself. Every time we have a show, we talk about investing in yourself. You need to be controversial, transformational, and be the answer. In order to do that, to be the answer to someone else's problem, um, meaning your business uh, is the answer, you're going to have to invest in yourself. So let's get into a couple more things before we go on break. The engineers are letting me know that we only have a few more minutes. Um, what's um, another character?
2: Um, so one of the characters that really stood out to me was I don't remember her name, but it was a woman who actually created um, this piece of this piece of paper. It's it's essentially the New Age. Um, Application letter, cover letter. Okay. And at the time, she didn't really have, she wasn't really making um, much money. She just had this idea, and yet she partnered with a couple people, including Napoleon, and was able to come up with this idea of creating these high end letters for people Mm -hmm. so they could jump positions in a company. So when they Mm -hmm. were applying, they weren't applying for the bottom rung, they were applying for middle management or upper management. Mm -hmm. Um, And through doing this, she started having tons of success. She started getting overbooked, she was making a ton of money. And everyone she was working with was getting up in positions way it would have taken them ten years working through this Mm -hmm. and yet in the beginning she just had this idea and skill set that's all she had she has a skill set to make these cover look letters look beautiful but then with working with her mastermind group getting these ideas getting feedback and persistence Mm -hmm. she was able to create a huge business for herself that story just really stood out to me um, just because of you know everyone has the skill set Mm-hmm. We all have an incredible skill set, mm-hmm. and yet we often have no clue how to actually put it out there, monetize it, and use it to benefit others in business. Mm-hmm.
1: And I just really thank God for for what he's given me because I actually did some of that in in college. I had a cover letter and resume business oh, really? um, because I was tired of my engineering friends just putting crap out there and not getting jobs. Yep. And I actually had uh, almost a 100% rate of, of people getting jobs that they would not have gotten uh, without my business because some people are just not really very good writers uh-huh. you know and um, and so that is something that you need to understand what Isaac is saying that you need to put your best foot forward when they see you on paper okay and uh, one of the things that did happen to me my very first job because of my internships and we've talked a lot about internships that that is something that you need to try to do that Based on all of those internships that I had with uh, General Motors, I also had some supervisory experience in that. So my very first job after graduation, I interviewed for the engineering position, but two weeks later, the quality manager quit. So they offered me the quality manager position. So right out of college, I was a manager at a medical device company. And so that doesn't happen to everyone. But again, that cover letter, your resume, how you present yourself on paper is very, very extremely important. So... um, As I tell my listeners that are on the Internet, we'll be taking a break here in just a few moments, but we don't take a break from Facebook (laughs) Live. So, hi, Nicole. Good to see you. And Sterling and uh, Marion, good to see you from Norway. Uh, Really great. Um, We will be talking about a few other tips uh, related to the whole cover letter thing. Is that okay?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Isaac. And we will be taking our first break. motivate,
0: change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, aka community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the Homeless and Needy Families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com. Or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Tired of working for someone else? Think you have a great business idea? Then this is for you. Entrepreneurs and inventors of all ages, let's get that biz started at our mastermind mixer with Crystal on Saturday, January 26th, from 9:30 a.m. to 1:30 p.m. at the Uplift Center in Mesa, Arizona. Regularly $120, mention the radio show Soaring with Eagles and pay only $80. Can't make it? No sweat. Go to our site for information. Monetize your unique ideas now. Take the jump and soar. Visit buildthatbiz.com and register today. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson.
1: Now, back to our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Soaring with Eagles. You see here, I am sitting here with the Napoleon Hill. You can take the paper down. (laughs) This is really Isaac, and he is a person whose life has been changed by uh, one book specifically, which is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I'm very, very excited to be able to honor Napoleon in his life. He uh, was here with us from 1883 to 1970, and he has been here even since that, because he's changed so many lives with the books that he's written, not not just the Think and Grow Rich, but that is the one that a lot of people um, go to. So successful people that, that that have money, that have influence, as well as people that were just down on their luck and, and went to the library or just heard somebody talk about the book, uh, homeless people that are now Successful, And I'm not just talking about successful with money. I know we talk about millionaires, billionaires and, the, and that kind of mindset. But what we're also talking about is being rich just in your life as a person. Yep. And having that balance in your life And I want to get into three of the the 17 principles, three main principles that have affected uh, Isaac. And then um, I know they probably all have, right? (laughs) but I want you to pick three. We'll discuss three of yours, then we'll discuss three of mine. So what's your first one?
2: Um, so the first one is really being able to change your, your paradigm and seeing things in a different view. Uh, growing up, I always saw things in a very negative context. Uh, anything would happen to me, I'd just focus on the negatives. But what I learned is that we are able to literally change our glasses, and we can look at any situation... Uh, from a positive aspect, Mm -hmm. how did this actually help me? Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I started doing that, really my life started changing. It's pretty amazing because you start seeing the positives, you start m- being able to move forward with the positives, you start mm-hmm. recognizing that every quote unquote negative thing that used to happen to you actually has a positive component to it. Right. You know, this, you like being controversial. This is a little <laughs> controversial, but guess what the mo- number one thing was uh, Googled this last year? What? How do I vote?
1: How do I vote?
2: So wow. something happened where, you know, a lot of people are excited about it. A lot of people are really upset about it. Um, but, you know, that caused people to take action. And so I, you know, I'm talking to sometimes my parents who, you know, are challenged with the fact that uh, Trump is president. And I say, but you haven't looked at what the positives are. More people are more engaged in politics than mm-hmm. ever before. Mm-hmm. So that's, an you know, one example of how something, quote unquote, negative that you see can be looked at mm-hmm. in a positive aspect. We've never seen more people. Of voting than, than we have right now,
1: mm-hmm. and the other part of that when when the election first happened, uh, you you look at people's mindsets, okay. And a lot of people when when the election was uh, announced that that he had won, uh, what bombed or I don't know what the qu- the right word was on on Google, but but what clouded the internet was there were people that were googling how do I move to Canada. Yeah. Okay. So. The point I want to make there is that people, a lot of times, just want to get away from their problems, or is it even really a problem? Don't even know that it's a problem as of yet. Um, at that time when he when he got elected, but we, if we take whatever it is and see what are the lessons learned, that's that's what I I call it, and, mm-hmm. and we've talked about on the show before the lessons learned from it, and you know how can you embrace it and learn from it? Then then that just helps again our mindset, right? Yeah. Okay, what's another point?
2: So, um, another big point that I like to talk about is persistence. Okay. Napoleon Hill and most other famous authors out there will talk about how persistence is really the number one most important thing that all successful people have. Mm -hmm. And um, in Napoleon's book, Outwitting the Devil, which was actually released uh, years and years after his death, I think Mm -hmm. about 40 years after his death, he says that the devil hands you your biggest failures right before your biggest successes. Mm -hmm. And that's huge because it happens to everyone. You'll be working so hard at something, so hard at something, you're getting some success and then something will happen and it will devastate you. Mm -hmm. And yet, what I learned from Napoleon here is that when that happens, I actually get excited because I know Mm -hmm. I'm about to have a huge breakthrough. And so I actually, again, it's looking at things from a positive, you know, something happens and it's devastating, but then I'm like, like, wait a second, I know that means I'm about to have a huge success. Right. And so I persist through it. Right. I don't give up and I keep moving forward, keep taking one step after another, and then a big breakthrough happens.
1: Right. And that was something that was mentioned by one of my guests, uh, Ryan Geary, and he you know, he was homeless at, at one point, and just even, just taking joy in that because he, he knew that, that there was something better for him. And, and that book that you mentioned, like you said, uh, was written, it, it, it was released in 2011, I believe. Yep. and um, so it was years, years after you know, he, he had passed away. But it, it was very important for us to listen to what we're saying on this show, get these books, look them up and, and have them uh, help change your life. Persistence is key. Uh, when I do interviews, I've interviewed hundreds of people, I've looked at um, hundreds of resumes and when you have an interview, now it's important that you send the right message, but we talked about following up. We did have a show on HR, how to, how to get the job you want and, and, and things that, that people don't know about why they have not gotten specific jobs. Being persistent. And just maybe right after you have the interview, you, you send a message and maybe two weeks later, if you don't hear anything, if they have not given you timeframes, you follow up. And it's not just with jobs that you don't have, even when you're on a job, being persistent about various things that, that you believe in. Now you have to get to that point, okay? Like I said, I started out as a manager uh, because of the experience that I had as an intern. So I've always been in management, a director, a VP of various companies. And so at that level, You have to get to that level and you have to be able to understand your influence and if there's certain things that you're persistent on and and if you're able to communicate them properly verbally as well as on paper then people will listen they will listen so what's one more point
2: well i'd love to just talk quickly about the persistence uh as you were talking about following up with people Mm -hmm. um so i had met um, this man, an incredible man, he's a multi-millionaire, he's founded a lot of very successful businesses, and we had made a connection, and I wanted to get him to be my mentor. So I texted him, no response. Two weeks later, a text, no response. A Couple weeks later, a text, no response. So then I emailed him, I cross platforms. I emailed mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. I got a response, um, you know, and then I just kept being persistent with it. About every week to two weeks, I'd hit him again, mm-hmm. in some type of contact, and now he is a mentor of mine. He spends over an hour a week, every week coaching me mm-hmm. on a business. He just thousands of dollars to do this and he's doing it for me because I was persistent mm-hmm. and I give back to him, you know, as well as I'll mastermind back on his problems for him. But it was really the persistence that got me mm-hmm. this man as a mentor. So Okay,
1: but let's dig yep. into that a little bit more as well. Cool. Now, being persistent and not having a good message that that you're sending or you know like why haven't you gotten back to me like you you have to know what to say and what not to say if you're being persistent especially with someone that you want to be your mentor yep. or if you're you're checking back on a job uh, hey latoya good to see you on facebook live so what did you say in those messages is there anything yeah. that you can share to help guide our listeners on on how to do this properly, I guess.
2: Yeah. So the first thing that I do is I make him feel important. Everyone wants okay. to feel important. Mm-hmm. And if you can make someone feel important, there's you're going to have a, such a higher chance of them saying yes to what you, whatever you ask. So my first contact with him was like, hey, it was so great meeting you. I really appreciate everything you taught me. We've already implemented some of these things and we've had this great success. And I mm-hmm. shared with him these examples. Um, and, you know, and thank you so much. I'd love to talk to you further. Something to mm-hmm. that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, then I followed up a, a couple weeks later and it gave, gave him another example of something that he had taught me actually causing real success in our business because mm-hmm. no one, one of the things that people feel most uh, important about is teaching others and seeing others having success from mm-hmm. their knowledge mm-hmm. right so that was how I really followed up with him when I switched platforms is one of the things I teach people sometimes if someone's not uh, communicating back with you, you just have to switch platforms. Right. If he didn't respond on Google, I would have hit him on Twitter. If he didn't respond on Twitter, I would have hit him on LinkedIn. You know, there's so many different platforms that you can hit people with that all cross. And
1: did you ever use the phone and just call him?
2: Well, I texted him multiple times. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and now we talk every week over the phone oh, okay. and then through Zoom. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is absolutely, I could have called him. and I think I did call him, maybe leave a voicemail. <laughs> and it turns out mm-hmm. he was traveling at the time and mm-hmm. he didn't have great access to mm-hmm. his phone. Um, but when I cross platforms, all I said was, hey, I sent you, know, I send you te- a couple texts and I hadn't heard back to you. I just wanted to make sure they were getting through.
1: Mm-hmm. It wasn't anything like right. mean or anything. It was just right.
2: like, oh, I'm just uh, confirming. And they're like, oh, wow, he's persistent. He wants mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. I got this message. Um, so, yeah, so that was really my steps. And that's one of the best ways to get a mentor is make them feel important.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to do is make sure that we're not just telling you. Our stories without giving you some advice on how to do that, because you'll say, "Well, I heard on Soaring with Eagles, I need to be persistent. So I'm just sending all these messages, <laughs> yeah. but then it turns out that you know they want to file a restraining order because it's like you are stalking them, right? Yeah. So there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. Absolutely. So we want to just make sure that that we're not being like pesty, but it is all done in a professional manner. And again, did you hear what Isaac said? He said. The first thing he said is that he he made him feel important. And so it's not manipulation in, in any way, shape or form. It was things that he had already put in place. Yep. Isaac had already put in place and and he was actually genuinely impressed with this person. Absolutely. So it's 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 where you need to not be phony. You need to be real and you need to um Then, like I said, put those things in words and just come up with with a plan of communication. Uh, The same thing happens, uh, you may notice, depending on different things that you've signed up for, when people use Infusionsoft or other things, they come up with a campaign. And then they come up with, if this person sends this message, uh, messages us back, sends an email back, then this particular email goes out. Or if we have not heard from the person in five days or, or two weeks, then this email will go out. So that is the same thing that we're saying, but you're just doing it your, yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and and again, as you said, taking real life examples of what he taught me and how I implemented it, and mm-hmm. people love. I mean, you've. I'm sure someone has come to you and said, oh, what you taught me changed my life." Yeah, that makes you mm-hmm. feel really good. Mm-hmm. It makes mm-hmm. you want to talk to that person a little bit more, <laughs> doesn't it?
1: Right, right. Yeah, it does. And then sometimes you know that happens right away. Sometimes it doesn't happen till later on down the line. Or I've had people uh, email me or text me or message me um, maybe weeks down the line or even. One person was like five years down the line. They didn't really appreciate something that I gave them uh, from an advice perspective and just being real with them. And then five years later, they sent me an email and thanked me because I was the only one that that said those things to them. And it actually changed their lives. So that's another message on the flip side. If someone is inspiring you and is really genuinely trying to help you, just take a step back. And see if you're listening to what they're saying as being criticism or if it really is something that you can take as a lesson learned and, and have it have it change your life. So uh, there, there's several different ways that you can look at that. All right. So what I want to do right now. Uh, thank you for that. And we'll get into a few more principles. Okay. Uh, I want to just uh, read off the 17 uh, principles for success that, that we're going over. And the first one is uh, definitiveness of purpose. Mastermind Alliance. We've talked about the mastermind. Applied faith. Going the extra mile. Pleasing personality. Personal initiative. Positive mental attitude. Enthusiasm. Self-discipline. Accurate thinking. Controlled attention. Teamwork. Adversity and defeat. Creative vision, health, budgeting time and money, and the last is habits. So there's several that I want to use for for my um, review. <laughs> and the first one is enthusiasm, and this says enthusiasm is key to achieve is key to achieve success in business. So and, and it goes on to say some other things, but if you want to have a good career, it can't be where every single thing that you're asked to do, everything that you do um, in that business setting, that you're just monotone. Like you have (laughs) no... No um, preference, one way or the other. If your boss tells you to do something, uh, or if you're working on this project or that project, you you need to have a little bit of enthusiasm. Okay. Now, there's some people that go overboard with that. I have groups that I'm a consultant, so I work with a lot of different businesses, and I do a lot of personnel personality profiling, and we've talked about uh, that uh, in one of my shows too. And so. But you can't be like overly enthusiastic every single thing. okay, yes, okay, <laughs> great, I'll go and do that, but you can't be like, okay, you know, and then the next thing, okay, or okay. Just try to have where you're using your personality, using your facial expressions, your your body language, to let them know that you're genuinely uh, enthused about about what's going on there. And and your enthusiasm for something, when you come in first thing in the morning, it, it, it's infectious, and that's yeah. one of the things, it can be infectious, and so, Uh, Having a really great work environment or having where your boss knows that he can count on you uh, for certain things is very, very, very important, extremely important. Another thing is self-discipline. So uh, anything you want to say on self-discipline before I give my little spiel?
2: I mean, self-discipline, we're, we're all controlled by emotions and the subconscious. And we've all had the thought of like, oh, I don't want to do this right now. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? And a true entrepreneur, a true someone who gets what they want in life can learn like, oh, this is just a fleeting emotion. I can move past this mm-hmm. and I can have discipline to actually move forward and do what I want to do mm-hmm. for the long term goal I'm mm-hmm. trying to achieve.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and one of the person that I see on, on Facebook Live you know, is, is into health and nutrition. And so a lot of what we talk about is self-discipline. And, you know, it talks about taking possession of your attitude, taking possession of your thoughts and your emotions and actions and taking possession even of your communication. You can control what comes out of your mouth. Every time somebody says something to you, do you really have to snap back with a a snappy answer or can you just sit back and just think about what you're going to say before you say it? The same thing with your attitude. Uh, Joyce Myers has a book, uh, The Battlefield of the Mind, because, you know, there's the mind is something that that if if we let the inside talking that happens overtakes what we do on the outside it, it is a good thing if those things are positive, <laughs> but it's a bad thing if we let our mind talk us into the fact that, uh, that there's negativity that, that's coming out of those, those thoughts. So taking possession uh, of your thoughts, uh, your emotions, and your actions. Now, I want to just speak to you just from a, a moment as, as being a female. Now, we know that there's hormonal things that happen every month from a female perspective. You cannot cannot in business and trying to be successful in life let that be something that everybody knows that it's that time of the month for you because you're acting differently on your job or if you're a boss of people and you're snapping at people uh, during that time of the month it needs to be that everything's just cool calm and collected if any of you have ever watched gymnastics those girls they have to be on point all year round at every single meet now i'm sure some of them Uh, have been, you know, um, at that particular time for them, but it's where they have to have everything be on point because they have to execute. Gymnastics is all about execution. And it's also all about this this principle number nine about self-discipline. So that's a little bit off topic, but it's on topic for females because I have seen in all these different businesses that I go to, uh, all of the different hundreds of places I've been for audits, as well as uh, my consulting, uh, where there's there's people that, that have issues from time to time. I even had a man cry at, at one of the audits, but, <laughs> but that's a whole nother story, right? But uh, so that's one of the, the ones I wanted to mention. Uh, one of the next ones is controlled attention. So we will be speaking about controlled attention when we go back come back from break and we'll get into some concluding thoughts as well as going into a few more of these principles is that okay yeah sounds great okay great okay all right we will be back from break in just one moment
2: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Want to shift someone's destiny? Calling all CPAs, a.k.a. community and corporate partners in action. Become a community liaison or a corporate sponsor for our Give Hope Drives for the Homeless and Needy Families. Donate tax-deductible funds, food, blankets, and books. Sponsor and serve our monthly luncheon, mentor a youth, or go on a foreign mission and make a difference. Contact our Soaring with Eagles radio show host, Crystal, at your team at buildthatbiz.com. Or visit our nonprofit page at fullcolormovement.com. Tired of working for someone else? Think you have a great business idea? Then this is for you, entrepreneurs and inventors of all ages. Let's get that biz started at our Mastermind Mixer with Crystal on Saturday, January 26th from 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the Uplift Center in Mesa, Arizona. Regularly $120. Mention the radio show Soaring with Eagles and pay only $80. Can't make it? No sweat. Go to our site for information Monetize your unique ideas now. Take the jump and soar. Visit buildthatbiz.com and register today. The White House doctor makes house calls. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to
1: Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone, and or good evening, depending on where you are in the world. We do have uh, someone on from uh, Norway. We hope we have some other folks uh, internationally as well. And, And thank you all. For listening and for watching, I have a number of people from uh, across the country that are letting me know that they're that they're listening. And so that's awesome. And people that I don't know, people that I do know that have looked me up and have uh, encouraged me and supported me. So I really appreciate all you all, everyone who is on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, Hey, Angel, good to see you as well. So uh, keep it up. And we want everyone to soar like an eagle in their business, in their in their families. Um, It is talking about business and the millionaire-billionaire mindset and how you can, can use that mindset to transform your life. Now, transforming your life doesn't necessarily mean that you'll be a millionaire or billionaire, but it might because one of the things that I've said in one of my Instagram posts on Sergeant. Crystal, and I can spell that out for you. It's my name, Sargent. You have to know how to spell Sergeant, but uh, Crystal, K-R-Y-S-T-Y-L-L-E. Um, look on there because I say that everyone has at least one unique idea. I, I tend to have like millions of ideas. Everybody say you know, my husband says that I, that I think all the time because I do. Even in my sleep, I wake up and write something down and go back oh, to I sleep. I you. <laughs> or I wake up and wish I had written it down. And, you know, it's like, oh, what was that? But everyone has at least one unique idea that they can make money on. Now, why do I talk about making money? It's not just for the purpose of having money. It's for the purpose of being able to to take care of my family as well as then being able to give back. Okay, everyone that knows me knows that I'm really into giving back and helping, um, whether it's at risk youth or just youth in general, the homeless, women, um, entrepreneurs. It's that that's that's my life. That's my life's work. Okay, so everyone has their reason for wanting to make money. And and once you understand your why, we went through a a five why or actually a seven why uh, in the conference, that is a six sigma technique. And we'll be talking more about that in another show. But my point is understand your why. And then read this book. First, try to figure out if you understand your why in life. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you want to start a business? And keep that in mind and read the book and see if it does not transform your life. I guarantee that it will. And it may even cause you to come up with a, a different why, actually. Yeah. But... Uh, Everyone needs to read this book. So if you end up reading this book, you haven't read it before this show, or if you go back to read it again, uh, just send me a message and let me know uh, at BillThatBiz.com. You can go into the contact there and send me a message, or you can send it on Facebook at um, my name, K-R-Y-S-T-Y-L-L-E, and then it's Crystal Ben Richardson, and my uh, Instagram is Sergeant Crystal. All right, so let's get back to the principles The one that we were on was controlled attention, and this one says, this principle is all about prioritizing time, energy, and mindset to achieve the desired goals. So we've talked in another show about focus. You have to have focus, and one of my posts uh, said something like, distraction and focus cannot live together, (laughs) and that is so true. Yeah. That is so true. Even though I made it up, and it's like <laughs> this is like really great. I have to write this down, and uh, and then here it is. You know, one of the one of the principles as well, yep. because you you have to be able to stay focused. Now we know that some of you are parents. I'm I'm a parent. My my children are in their in their mid twenties now, but um, and even still, sometimes they call and I and I'm lose maybe focus on what I'm doing because I'm concerned about them as adults. But if you have small children, sometimes that can be an issue too to maintain. Maintain focus, okay, yeah. whether you 're a male or female, so what you need to do is always have a notepad with you. if you have a thought, if you have something that you're working on, take that note and then go take care of what you need to do as far as changing the diaper or you know caring for someone, or if you are an adult and you have a parent that has alzheimer 's or uh, dementia or has any any kind of health condition that you have to go and take care of keep a pad with you whether it's your phone where you can type it or just jot it down real quick so you don't use that thought because then that allows you to refocus okay it's okay that there's distractions because some of them are distractions that that we can't help right we can't help that's why so (laughs) and that's life so i have notepads everywhere. I have post-its everywhere. Again, you can just ask my husband. They're all (laughs) over the house because I have a lot of thoughts that are going on, you know, as I'm working in the various rooms that we have. So controlled attention is very, very important and focus and distraction cannot live together. Yep. I really like that one. That one was really good. Okay. So let's talk about teamwork. I mentioned during the break of which we don't break from Facebook Live that I wanted to talk about teamwork. What are your thoughts on that?
2: So teamwork, um coincides with masterminding a lot in many cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and really what makes teamwork so powerful is that a team, everyone can be focusing on their key skill. You know, what I, one of my beliefs is that everyone has something that they're best at doing. And when they're happiest, they're doing the thing they're best at doing while benefiting the community the most they can. Mm-hmm. And that's when people find true happiness. Mm-hmm. And a team allows that to happen. If you don't have a team, there's no way that you can only focus on what you're best at doing. It's just not possible.
1: Right. So in any team, there's roles, right? Oh. So there's the person who is in charge or coordinating. And then because somebody has to be able to keep everybody together. And then everybody has their individual roles. It also is where, uh, you know, again, going back to the Bible, it talks about, you know, the body of Christ. So, you know, everybody has a function. If the head is trying to do what the foot is supposed to do or the hand is doing what the knee is supposed to do, then that's dysfunctional. Yep. And that would look really weird. Yeah. <laughs> If you think about that from a body perspective, that just would not be cool. So um, everybody has to perform their function. So as part of teamwork, um, a number of you, I'm sure you've heard that the word team means together, everyone accomplishes more. Mm. And so that is, again, true because the cohesiveness of everybody just functioning just like an engine all of the different little parts yeah. make up that whole engine and if if there's just one thing out of whack that engine is is not going to go you yeah. know in your car cuz there's thousands and thousands of little parts so teamwork is very important some people have issues working on teams because they want to be in charge or they just don't agree with what the person said that gave a suggestion. Yeah. Now, even if you're in charge, you have to be able to listen to all of the people that are, are doing various things, because it could be that they come up with something that is very pertinent, that, that can help the project that you're working on. So don't be so you know high-minded that you're not able to listen to everyone on your team, but be able to take all of the information, step back, and then make a decision.
0: Yeah.
2: And I would say one of the most important things for a successful team is that everyone has the same possibility, mm-hmm. that there's a shared vision of the team of where they're going. And really, mm-hmm. the leader's purpose is to keep that possibility alive with everyone in the team. Because mm-hmm. possibilities, we've all done this. We get really excited about doing something new. And then at some point, we go, eh, mm-hmm. and we forget about what the end thing, end goal is. And we lose right. that possibility.
1: Right. So you always, again, um, on a team, whether you're the leader or the, the other people on the team, you have to continue to remind people of the vision yep. of, of what the purpose is on why you're together and my husband talks about that even when we have disagreements you know one of the things that he says uh, for him and myself as well as when we do couples counseling is that the first thing you need to do is to remind each other that you know we love each other and we're, and we're in this and we're staying together so whatever we get we're about to talk about has nothing to do with the fact that you know we were about to split up no we need to talk about this issue but this yep. is this is our purpose You know our purpose is 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 xyz but you know make sure that we stay focused on that and then talk about what we need to talk about yeah so um okay great creative vision is number 14 this is is very key again all of it relates back to the to the (laughs) to the mastermind though too right is that it's a creative vision so what is the vision and and what are we all going to get out of that and and then make it something that's creative and, and stimulating and so in my tagline is is be controversial be transformational be the answer all of that is to get you to to stimulate your mind and it kind of goes to this that your product your service can be something that's already out there but what is your spin on it why would someone want to purchase yours or use you as opposed to someone else yep. the the business that that isaac has i'll let him give a little shout out for that uh, before we end but um why would someone want to, to, to work with you, okay? And um, I've had huge success uh, in, in Build That Biz and in my other consulting uh, companies and with the Echelon Leadership uh, Institute in helping to transition people's minds and help them to actually build their, their business. And uh, inventors working with them and giving them information that they need to, to help with those inventions, being that, that I'm an engineer, um, that, that helps with inventions. But the thing is, is that you have to have what your knack is in, in your corner, in your niche that makes you different than everyone else. So creative vision is key. Anything else on that?
2: Well, people don't realize that creativity is literally geniusness. Like mm-hmm. what geniusness is, is coming up with a new solution to a problem. And that's just using your creativity. Um, And so Napoleon Hill teaches how to access what he calls the infinite intelligence, um, which is just your creativity on how to solve problems that nobody's ever solved before. Um, And one of the best ways I've come to expanding your mind is actually exploring different cultures. Every Mm -hmm. culture Mm -hmm. will come up with a different solution to the same problem, which is so fascinating.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which touches on my book. You don't have something for everything, right? (laughs) But celebrate the things that make us one. Yeah. And, and it's it's where we all one of them has to do about how we eat and the majority of the world does eat with chopsticks and, and people eat with their hands, we eat with a fork the fork is actually the minority uh, in the world mm. but we all have ways to, to do what we do and, and, and that makes it makes it fun, it makes it unique and, yep. and creative so before we close I want to talk about habits and then I want you to give a quick shout out about what you do okay. is that okay? Yeah. Alright so what do you have to say about habits?
2: So habits literally run our lives. About 80 to 90% of all actions we take are just based on habits. Mm -hmm. One of the best ways to create new habits is through auto-suggestion. I would definitely suggest reading uh, the Napoleon Hill section about auto- suggestion. He gives Mm -hmm. a great formula. Mm -hmm. And also in the 7 Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey has a beautiful really two-minute exercise you can do every day. He calls it scripting. It's literally how to rewrite your subconscious programming to do the habits you actually want to do to move your life forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the strongest things. Another thing to recognize is that we only have a certain amount of willpower to right. implement habits. And any time you're trying to implement a new habit, you have to spend willpower on it. Once it becomes a habit, you no longer have willpower. So what I see a lot of people do is try and change the whole life all at once, but mm-hmm. they get burnt out because they're using more willpower than they literally have. Right. So the best thing to do is actually look at, okay, how much willpower am I actually spending every day? Let's imagine I have 10 units of willpower, mm-hmm. and you look at it, and I go to job, I work every day, that's four units of willpower and all that stuff, and you look at, okay, changing this one thing, if I started working out every day, it would take me three units of willpower, I have three, I'm gonna do that. Make that a habit, then work on your next habit you mm-hmm. want to create. Mm-hmm. Don't try and change everything at once because you're just gonna get burnt out, that's why so many people can't stick on their diet, can't stick on their workout regimen. Right, just there's don't a time a,
1: frame that they say, you know, nope. that a habit takes XYZ time to, to actually... Um, Institute as something that's really you now. It's yeah. not something that you're trying to do. It actually becomes a habit Yeah, is it 30 it's days? 21 to 30 days yeah. is
2: generally what most people suggest and that's you doing that thing consistently mm-hmm. every day
1: mm-hmm. Okay, so what we're talking about here is habits. We're talking about think and grow rich. We're talking about Napoleon Hill And in this they're talking about habits related to your mind and your thinking Habits related to good health and financial security and all of these things that are, are things that can help you lead a, a happy and a peaceful life, yep. including the um, the lead, serve, win addiction that is another book I'm working on about how we can use all of what we have to give back and, and just make this world a, a better place and make our own little worlds a better place. If each one makes their own little world a better place, then it can expand uh, even past that. So I hope you got something off of the show today that you can institute Please, please, please send me a message that you are now reading Think and Grow Rich. And this isn't just to be rich with money. This is talking about your lifestyle. And it's talking about uh, how you can use that money for yourself and to take care of your business and your family. But also, uh, you'll be able to to give back. So we have like 30 seconds (laughs) for you to say something about your
2: uh, my name is Isaac Navias. I'm the owner of LocalFi and we help locally owned businesses, the coolest businesses out there, really be able to compete with the major change through doing uh, unique digital marketing, marketing that actually returns ROI. And I'm so blessed to be able to work with so many amazing um, restaurants, dentists, plumbers, just the people who make communities mm-hmm. and really be able to help them live their lives. So I feel blessed to be able to do mm-hmm. that.
1: Yeah, and so he does that um, basically helping you on an online perspective on on Google. So if you want more information, how can they get in contact with you?
2: Uh, Just look us up at Locify, that's uh, localfi.us.
1: All right, hold up your sign for me again one more time. (laughs) (laughs) And we are now concluding our show today. We were here with Napoleon Hill. We really, really appreciate you listening. I hope you gained some tips. And if you have not read the book, think and grow rich, please do. It will change your life and change your perspective. And that is our show today, Soaring with Eagles. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for tuning into to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities, and change the world.